I choose to choose you. Um, Today we'll be speaking about choices and choosing right and the importance of choosing right, basically. Um, When we think about choices, we are faced with choices every single day of our lives, perhaps even every hour or even every second. What do I eat? What do I wear? What do I watch? Who do I call? When should I call them? The lists are many, far too many. Eventually, we have to choose one, despite the many alternatives that we are presented with. You cannot wear two outfits at the same time. You cannot eat two or three meals in one go. You can't watch two movies or two shows, two shows at one, all at once. So on and so forth. A choice has to be made. We put the choices on a scale and weigh out what is better. Do we follow our emotions? Do we follow what is right? Do we base our decision on what others say or expect of us or what we want? One way or another, a choice has to be made. Following Christ also requires a choice from when we first encountered him and chose to follow him until the end of our days. This choice is not this choice that only was made the day that we said the prayer of salvation. Rather, a choice required every single day and every hour, even every minute or microsecond of our lives. The world has not stopped offering alternative choices for our for us, for we still remain in the world, although we are not of the world. However, we can still be not of the world, but remain in the world. Our routine prayer, church attendance, worship meetings, fellowship, Sunday school, voluntary, um, Sunday school voluntary does not make us not of the world. What I mean by this is at times we tend to feel that due to the above engagements, we are not of the world, while the remainder of our times and choices are spent in the things of the world. For example, I'll give you my uh, personal account, um, or I would say my previous walk as a believer until you know the mercy of God came upon me uh, to show me um, how I've been leading my life. I had Friday Bible studies, Sunday school voluntary work, Sunday church attendance, Tuesday mid- midweek prayer evenings, Worship on the background, prayer here and there, conversations about God, debates with non-believers, pride that my faith was better than theirs. This were part of my life, which made me feel content and that I was on the right track. For I can justify my good Christianity with the lists above. What was I doing the remainder of times? Many hours spent on social media, worries and concerns of the things of this world by worry i do not mean the world needs jesus let's save some souls rather it is what will i eat what will i wear engagements and office gossips complaints judging others engagement in an ungodly conversations a lot of talks about money and a deep desire to accumulate wealth jealousy and envy that were kind of well hidden people wouldn't see them isn't it interesting how we can entertain both good and evil at the same time 
but magnify, try and magnify the good part of our walk. I mean, scripture says friendship with the world is enmity with God. But isn't it funny how we can be children and the enemy of God? So the contrast above can somewhat pave a way for us to take to talk about choices, given we have the ability to entertain both good and evil. George Whitfield, in his sermon Almost Saved, says it so clearly. And this is what he says. An almost Christian is one that stops between two opinions, wavers between the world and Christ tries to reconcile God and money, light and darkness, Christ and Baal. Praise that God's will be done for on earth as it is in heaven, but puts partial in his obedience. I believe that sums it up really well and that the inability to choose one or the other has the believer swinging from one side to the other side. And not having and not being stable in his choices. As I mentioned earlier, you cannot wear two outfits in one go because you will look absolutely ridiculous or be mistaken for someone who has perhaps lost their sanity, which is a result of being indecisive. You want to look good, but because of not choosing, you end up looking like a fool. Suppose you have to choose between two meals. And due to wanting both and being unable to decide, you decide to have them both. You'll either end up getting sick or feeling very uncomfortable. I mean, I've had that. (laughs) So the lack of making a choice and wavering between the will, wavering in between will only result in the absence of success. We cannot be successful in our walk with Christ and be effective for it requires us to give up the world. Right? If we don't give up the world, we cannot be, um, for we have to give up the world, right? And neither can we be successful and be effective in the things of the world because the world requires for us to compromise the things of God. Matthew 6, 24 says no one can serve two masters either you will hate the one and love the other or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other you cannot serve both god and money this were the words of our lord jesus christ it is therefore crystal clear that we cannot serve both the world and live in we cannot live the we sorry we cannot serve the world that we live in and the kingdom which we are called into service It is rather impossible, of course. It is rather impossible. Of course, I am by no means trying to imply that making such choices is as easy as choosing what to wear or what to eat. No, not at all. I know that it is very difficult. It is my understanding, like I said, that this can be very hard and at times very challenging because we live in the world, especially for those of us that come from the world. Nonetheless, it doesn't take away from the fact that we have to make these choices. It cannot be enforced. It is a free will. When Jesus was speaking to the rich man who came to receive eternal life, but left empty for he chose to hold on to his wealth, they asked him, who then can be saved? 
And his response was this, What is impossible for man is possible for God. Luke 18. And I assure you, everyone who leaves home, his wife or brother, parents or children for the kingdom of God will receive much more than this present age and eternal life in the age to come. I particularly love that he, what he said. Because he knows it is impossible for man, but it is possible for God. Thus, he knows it's impossible, but with the help of God, it is possible. Yet the choice still remains ours to choose to trust ourselves and our ability or to choose to depend on his ability while it's trying to make this right choice as of following him and pursuing him and while every day walking away from the world and the things of the world you see life is full of choices a choice to let go of the world and to pursue the kingdom of God or a choice to hold on to the world you know knowing something is quite different to applying that which we know We know that friendship to the world is an enmity to God. So what are we choosing every day from when we wake up in the morning till when I go to sleep at night? Are we deliberately applying the truth that we know in the choices we make every day? Or is it just a head knowledge? By this, suppose a doctor um, who is aware of the dangers of smoking advise his patients not to smoke or quit for the consequence are dear dar smokes himself what significance has his knowledge in his personal life rather than his application either he dwelt in the difficulty of quitting to smoke or he chose to smoke regardless of the impact For he cannot choose both his health and his habit. He had to choose the one. What a wasted knowledge for lack of application. God expects us to choose him over all every day. And this shall be applied, like I said, every single day of our lives. Perhaps every hour, every minute. There is no choosing both or choosing halfway. Choosing him saves, choosing him as life, for it is in his own words that Christ said, forsaking things for the sake of the kingdom of God will give us much more in the present age and eternal life in the age to come. Let us choose to choose him hereforth, him over all, though it may be hard. His spirit dwells within us. And he himself said that what is impossible for man is possible with God. The knowledge that when we choose to choose him, he will make it possible is what we hold on to when we make the choices to choose him. On my way back home from my local post office a few months ago, um, I was feeling really heavy. The gloomy winter and the empty road was so horrible it was dull the leaves on the trees had withered and looked lifeless i could sense that the thoughts that were shooting at me were negative feelings 
loneliness, disappointment at myself, and hopelessness at all the miserable at all, at all the mistakes I made. And I uttered the words. It was I cannot explain to you because I literally came back from um, a holiday from back home with my family, which was like it was really sunny, and I was going out doing all things. And the world looked lifeless. It, I cannot explain to you. It was just gray. And I utter the words, I choose you. I choose to choose you, Lord. I choose you over the raging sea. I choose you over the loneliness. I choose to dwell on your goodness and faithfulness. I choose to choose your, I choose to choose you over the difficulties of my circumstances. I choose for you to take control over this life. For you have never disappointed and you will not disappoint me now. I choose you, Lord. I choose to choose you. You see, had I dwelt in that thought and not chose to look at him as my helper, I would have had a miserable day. Choices are everywhere. But because I I chose to choose him, I was able to write this very message. (laughs) The cold and dull February... (laughs) was like the summer of July. You see, choices are everywhere and we always need to choose him. Every hour, every minute, every second and microsecond. We are a product of our choices. So let us choose right. Let us choose him. Seek first the kingdom of God and it is its righteousness and all these things will be added onto you. Seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness and is an order, but choice to do and not to do is ours. The product is all these things will be added to you. At choosing to seek the things that will be added rather than the kingdom of God and its righteousness, the product is losing that we seek. Love is a choice. And he is love. And that is the only choice he has. He chose to save us. The father chose to give up to give up his one and only son to save us. The son chose to obey his father and die a gruesome death on the cross, carrying all our sin, though we are unworthy to save us. And he, after he ascended, he chose to send us his Holy Spirit to dwell in us and equip us. He chose to pursue us for the sake of his love, though nothing lovable about us. Come, let us choose to choose him who chose us first. Let us choose to love him above all things. Let us choose to give control of our life to him. Let us choose for him to choose for us. I don't know about you, but I made plenty of wrong choices. When trying to take control rather than him. But I choose to choose him now for him to control this life today and forevermore. Though it deems difficult at times, I choose to choose him and the knowledge he will equip me 
and hold on to his promises. What is impossible with man is possible with God. His grace, his mercy, and his love will be the only thing that will make it possible for me to continue to choose him. I have to do the choosing. He will do the equipping. And they're persevering and preserving my faith. I hope you've all been blessed with this. It just gives us... um, something to think about I suppose I just wanted to share with you guys Um, I'll just do a quick prayer Father God Holy Spirit I thank you for this message I thank you that God you know you are reminding us to choose you every day and Holy Spirit Spirit of Truth I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that everyone who listens to this will be blessed will be um, instructed to your truth everyone is in a different situation and position I don't know what people what kind of choices people need to make but you know the very reason that you have been sent you are this you are to encourage us to equip us to lead us into all truth and so according to everyone's situation i pray in the mighty name of jesus christ that you will be done and you will equip them and you will strengthen them to choose you in jesus name i pray amen and have a lovely day night week whatever stay blessed